This is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. All right, uh, did Keith call in to cap and hoodie at all? When did he call in and cry last year after the Super Bowl? Yeah, last was that year a was day after. It was, with, it was the day after with Cap and Hoodie. Yes. So uh, is Keith the Bengals fan out there? And is he called in to any of the shows yet? I want to get his thought on that because wasn't he complaining about the officials last year too? Yes, he was. And then we sent a listener who did a well-being check, and then that led to yeah, the whole conversation with weird. his wife, right? Yeah. Things got a little uh, different. No, I think it got different than like the next day, didn't oh, did it? it? Like uh, after the conversation, then. But uh, we 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 need to find Keith. We need to make sure he's okay. There's another heartbreaker after the heartbreaker in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm watching video right now, a replay of Mahomes and the touchdown pass to Valdez Scanlon. He wasn't milking anything. No, like no. I can't believe there was somebody. On the uh, on the phone, he had a high ankle sprain a week ago, yeah. in which he played through. Yeah, um, and as someone was saying today, um, that has kept guys out two to four weeks, oh, yeah. and he has continued to play on it. That, that's that's a painful injury. Yeah. He's not milking Especially anything. It's, it's on his right leg too, which is your plant leg. So that would be even more difficult to deal with. Just to no, pre- appreciate brilliant. the greatness. The touchdown pass to Kelsey on fourth down was brilliant. The touchdown pass to Valdez Scantling on third down was fabulous as well. He was just he had he had an all time day to me. And the the Valdez Scantling touchdown I mentioned to Waddle and Tyler Sylvie on Scott Van Pelt. Tim yeah. Hasselbeck after the game broke that play in particular down. And while it may it looks good just watching it normally, Tim Hasselbeck breaking it down showing you. What Mahomes sees, the, how they're doubling Kelsey on the play, which is his yeah. first read, where he probably wants to go on third and ten in the red zone because Kelsey's his guy, as we've already laid out. But then for him to then have a rusher in his lap on the same play, go through his progressions, and still be able to throw up to Valdez Scantling on the bum ankle, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, there's, look, he has separated himself from, from the rest of the guys in the league that play that position. There's some really good ones. Best player in the league. And he's doing it. I get it. Kelsey's fabulous. One of the best tight ends of all time. I get it. But he did it this year with a group of wide receivers that were kind of nondescript. So when everyone screams at you, yeah, I know he wouldn't be the same player here in Chicago as he is in Kansas City. He doesn't have Andy Reid. He doesn't have he doesn't have Travis Kelsey. But he makes guys better because yeah. he is so damn good. Did you you know last night we had uh, a conversation via a uh, uh, Text about T. Higgins. Did you hear Cap's story today about T. Higgins? Yeah, I, I heard a little bit of it. Was he, walking the dog? He was. Uh, he supposedly was on the plane with T. Higgins' mom. Yeah. Yeah. Was it to or from Kansas City? Was it to think, Kansas City? I think to Kansas City. Whoever taught him how to high point a football deserves a tip of the cap. Just like that's Chase, how you play the damn game. Just like Chase position. Claypool. That's how Chase Claypool does it. Listen for all of you <laughs> wannabe wide receivers, at little league. High school, college, whatever it is, put on the video from last night's game and watch T. Higgins go get the football instead of letting it come down to him in the end zone. He goes up and high points the football. That is classic video, teaching video for that position regardless of the level. 
That's the difference. Like, if he tries to let the ball come down to him, who knows if the ball may hit one of the Kansas City Chief cornerbacks or the safety or the play is not made. That was that was just brilliant. That was textbook. That's uh, how you do it. T. Higgins is a, a, a uh, free agent next year, not yeah. this year. And uh, Cap claims that he had a conversation with his mom who says that obviously that he wants to get paid, that it's going to get very interesting in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, uh, who also is going to get paid, and mm-hmm. to see where the money is going to go, um, and if they could afford everybody there with Jamar Chase, with Joe Burrow. Um, is, is you got to fix goes. their offensive line or continue to work on it. Yes. Listen, and- T. Higgins has had back-to-back years with 1,091 and 1,029 yards, six touchdowns, seven touchdowns, and that's also with another guy on the other side. Yes, and and according to his mom, <laughs> the way Cap told it is his dad, I think, is from Chicago and would be open to playing here. Well, he'll play wherever he gets paid. Right. But no, they've got the franchise tag. I, they're not going to just let him go. I wouldn't think so. No. I think the... the that the, would be a trade or like a franchise tag slash trade. Well, you, he's too good would, yeah. to just let go for nothing. I don't know, Mel. You would probably know better. Like Tyler Boyd, I don't know what his contractual status is. He was a second-round pick out of Pitt. He's had a really nice run with the Bengals as well. He's older. I would yeah, he's think, a, I it, believe he's a free agent after this, or he's going to be a free agent this year. Yeah, I, I would think like they're not going to spend money on him. They'll find somebody to take his role, but they're going to keep more than likely Jamar well, yeah. Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Burrow. That's a pretty solid, you know, yeah. trio. And Boyd's slated to make ten. He was, or he made. I'm sorry, ten million. Yeah, I'm sorry. Actually, Boyd is under contract for one more year in 2023. So good player. Boyd's but- Boyd's scheduled to make ten point two next year, and then he's a yeah. UFA. They, that, that's a guy you thank for his, you know, his performance. But if you have to move on from someone, you move on from him and make sure that you pay T. Higgins if you're the Bengals. All right. So this was uh, Friday when you were out, Waddle. The wife doing well with the, after the knee surgery? Yes, yeah, she thought she was uh, Superwoman or Wonder Woman uh, after the surgery. So was walking around and doing a lot. And then on Saturday, uh, she went to, you know, physical therapy I think she did a little too much, so she was hurting Saturday and Sunday. It's been uh, been a little bit. She of a on difficult. crutches or is she okay? Uh, she has crutches. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, here is the mayor of Cincinnati. This was a big thing on on Friday. Not Jerry Springer anymore. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> what was the Jerry Springer story? Travis with Kelsey, by the way, Did said the Cincinnati was better. Yes, he paid for a prostitute with a personal check, or so the story goes. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, Travis Kelsey, I think, even went on to say that, you know, Cincinnati was better when Jerry Springer was the mayor. Did he Did he end up saying so. that, too? Because there was lots of talk about Remember, that. he went to the University of Cincinnati. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So here is uh, the mayor, and this was getting a lot of traction on Friday and even more so after the game. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC Championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test confirming whether or not he's his father. Oh no. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out 
to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Pierval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Thank you. <laughs> so then oh, he had to wear that, didn't he? Yeah. So how let me. So first there was this is the uh, this is on field. So this is on the field after the Chiefs won it. And uh, the, uh, this is during Mahomes getting interviewed. Hey, hey, first off, like I said, I want to thank God, man. He, he healed my body this week uh, to battle through that. He gave me the strength to be out here. But uh, I just with this team, man. We played together. I said it from the beginning. When we were in the locker room, I said, we got to be together. And this team stepped up against a great football team. And uh, we showed this place. That's Arrowhead. It's not Burrowhead out here. No, it's not Burrowhead anymore. And you saw Travis Kelsey. It's going to be the Kelsey Bowl against the Eagles. Your early thoughts on heading to Arizona to try and beat the Eagles to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, they're a great football team. I've watched them all year long. Great quarterback, great entire team, man. It's going to be a great a great challenge for us. Uh, but I'm going to celebrate this one first. So uh, I'm going to make sure I get back with my team. I don't think we have any cigars, but we'll be ready to go at the Super Bowl. There you go. There, there, I like there. it. I think that this there is a brilliant rivalry brewing with these guys. I, I don't think it's nasty. I don't think it's. I think I actually like some of the smack talk going back and forth. He may, made the reference to Burrowhead, and then of course the cigars thing with uh, Joe Burrow always having the cigars, yeah. and then there was Travis Kelsey who came into an interview. Woo! Burrowhead, my ass! Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the mayor popping off is one thing. I, I love that there's a little something brewing with these two teams. Here's more. I appreciate you. How about this beautiful trophy? Huh? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. You gotta fight for your right to party. It's a system fun team. Just went it? to the Beastie Boys. It's just out of nowhere. That's great. Isn't that his thing? Doesn't he do that all is the that time? What it is? Yeah, I, I think they so. are. They, like, I think they, I sort of remember it. They're they're a fantastic team. They they're fun to watch. They're a likable group. It's going to be a good game. Should be a like, good game. Like, like, uh, but everyone keeps saying, "Oh boy, that Cincinnati mayor—he shouldn't should not have opened up his mouth." Do you think the game would have gone differently no. if the Cincinnati mayor I don't would think not so. have said anything? Yeah, no. Do you think it would have been Bengals twenty-seven, uh, Chiefs twenty? No, I don't it, think. It, like, like the game would have been the same thing. Yeah, I think it was. It was one of the Bengals' defensive players, right? That that first, yes, called Arrowhead. I believe Burrowhead. It, Yeah, I believe it was Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton. Yes. I was looking for a Mike Hilton blitz on Patrick Mahomes the way he blitzed Josh Allen the week before and brought him down in a significant moment, but their defensive coordinator just didn't want to bring any pressure. But that is something, like, I think that that's more inspiring inside the four walls of Arrowhead versus what the mayor of Cincinnati's did. But I think is this is kind of a nice rivalry building, and I don't think there's, like, a ton of awful bad blood i think there's a certain amount of respect a lot of respect but you know to get if you give it you got to be willing to to get it in response so love it 
They, Hopefully, the, the, this is a this is a matchup that will be a premier matchup every year. The Bengals were certainly in position to take. To, they could have won that game yesterday, but I I certainly feel like they were they were feeling themselves this past week after you know taking down the Bills. Yeah, and a lot of people thought. Sure. You know, they, they felt like they got screwed with the whole Bills situation and having to go to Buffalo. But I think they definitely got, a, got over their skis on this well, one. Well, the, the one thing that... Did they? That I, I just, like... How, did, did, you, did you really want to wake, wake the Giant, though? But again, I don't know. Like, they, did they wake any... Like, did the mayor wake anyone up? Did the, the, the Bengals truly wake anyone that, up? Or did they just, in the end... Get a couple of breaks to go their way. The Chiefs, you mean? Yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, like Listen, I don't wh- think the Bengals woke anyone up. This came- I think they were they were the better team yesterday, not because of anything. Well, and it can't. It comes down to like the Chiefs won the battle at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Chris Jones made a mockery He's out of the Bengals' team. offensive line that was starting three backups. Listen. And you flip it around, and and I didn't think that the Bengals' pass rush put any pressure on Mahomes really at all. And the the the, the Chiefs' offensive line did an excellent job protecting their quarterback. I don't think that anything that happened yesterday was the direct result of anybody giving anyone else bulletin board material. I I just you know what it doesn't help though. Like you 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 pointed out Waddle to me, Chris Jones had his first two sacks in his career in the playoffs yesterday. Yes. And by the way, on Friday, he was pointing out to the media that, you know, oh, we'll be ready at Burrowhead. Like, yeah, like that but, was like the last thing he said when he walked up the podium on Friday. It, but, so what was, you, but what Miller. was but what was a what was a bigger issue? Was it the fact that, that they were calling it Burrowhead or he was lined up against three backups? I think you know what. I think and he's a fabulous player. Speak that's so- the thing. Yeah. Speak softly and carry a big that's, stick. I, I, like it's I'm one of those you. things where yes, I, ultimately I think the Chiefs are a great team, and more times than not, I think they're probably going to beat the Bengals at Arrowhead. But at the same time, I think you 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 made it that much easier for the Chiefs to be laser focused on Sunday. What was the bigger surprise uh, that he has no sacks? Or that they were talking a, a, a big game. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like that's the anomaly that he had no playoff sacks. First thirteen he's games, he's a great player. First thirteen playoff games that he needed that to get had, a sack. He had no sacks. Now again, you can be a force even without registering a sack, and he's yeah, been a force. Yes, but and that's he, the anomaly there. I don't. But I think the bigger factor was the Bengals' offensive line was playing three backups. And those guys are not a, a legit matchup for someone with the skill set and the, the talent level of Chris Jones. I'm not suggesting to you that, look, at that point, you're playing in the AFC title game. If you need anything to get you more That's focused, what I know, right. then you're not a focused player. You may not be, but you know what? Sometimes great players, it, just, I, it doesn't help the situation Jeff, for Cincinnati. This, I, okay, that's fine. But this is the, the same thing to me as something Carmen was talking about. The constant reference to nobody believes in us. For the love of everything good and pure in this world, you were the favorite in the game. You were the number one seed in the AFC. You have the best player in the league right now. You have the best coach, arguably, in the league right now. Like, yeah, I picked against you because I didn't think your quarterback was going to be as agile as he was. And they played a better game. 
But to lean constantly on, I, I just I see, always I, say it. I don't think it was leaning on the nobody gives us a chance. Yeah. We're the underdog. I don't think the Chiefs were leaning on nobody gives us a chance. The Chiefs were leaning on the Bengals are cocky. They've beat us three times in a row, and they think they're better than us. We're going to show them. That's not a. It, it's a little different than nobody believes in us because. To, but I think as you're right. you said, but as you said. Again, that game comes down to a 45-yard field goal that's enhanced by a personal foul call. So with eight seconds to go, Harrison Butker kicks a 45-yard field goal to give the Chiefs a 23-20 win. That very easily could have been Burrowhead. I want it so badly, and, and Meller, we were talking about this. This is a very non-Meller conversation. <laughs> you're usually Mr. Analytics. You're very usually, you're not usually this sort of like meathead, well, uh, bulletin board stuff. Like, I was so looking forward to how did the first overtime of the new overtime. No, I was too. I, I'm wanted, with you. I was rooting for overtime so Waddle could, could rant about how he hates the new overtime. I wanted. We got to have everyone have a turn. I was ready to have participation sports these days. I was ready to have is. the overtime conversation. I was ready to, for the Chiefs and Bengals both to score an overtime a yes. touchdown, yeah. and then the next the, team win, the, yes. and then we have to re you know revisit the whole rules Does again. Need two turns? Yes. Do you have to go to uh, you know? Do you have to play out the full fifteen minutes? Well, I was ready would, for all would, that. Would have the the Burrowhead bulletin board material been even more important in the second overtime? Would it have made the Chiefs even more focused my, in? My, listen, I, I don't think I, it wasn't the deciding factor, but I think you gave. I don't know, like. I don't want my team to be overly cocky. Win the game, and then you get to be, you know, you get to go out and your your play did the speaking for you. And then the aftermath, that's when you say, ha. Yes, like that's when it hurts more is just when they throw it at you at the end, maybe. But I don't think it swayed any side. And, and no, no, I'm not saying. Maybe it, it swayed the officials because those damn officials sure called that game one-sided. I don't think it determined the game by any means, but I just think if you're the Bengals, like, you should learn from it. You you had you were like on the reverse end of it the previous week, right? And then all of a sudden, I don't know. It's weird. You you won a divisional round game when you were in the Super Bowl the previous year, and you were acting like you were the Super Bowl champs this okay, week. But I get it. But isn't but that the, the way they roll? The, isn't that a yes, first rolls? of all? First of all, that's their DNA. Second of all, the the greatest impact on that game. A was Patrick Mahomes playing brilliant football because he's the best player in the league. The other was. The Bengals couldn't protect their quarterback because they were playing three backups against a, a an above average, not even above, an all pro caliber player and Chris Jones. Like, all great points. Maybe that's why their players should have considered that before they started spouting off their mouths. <laughs> now, all this it does week, is it sets you up for if you go out there and you can't back it up, you get exactly what the Chiefs threw back in your face well, right is, there. And, and I think the Bengals are living with that. And like, it's going to hurt with it. Well, yeah. Eli Apple's a little. Well, right, he's, yeah, he's, he's going to talk no matter what. His mom, I guess, what? Didn't she de- deactivate her, she, she, Twitter she account? her Twitter Yeah, She's just like, I'm, oh, taking, no. I'm taking my Twitter and I'm going home. Listen, last year, what happened? The Bengals got the best of them. This year, what happened? The Chiefs got the best of them. Yeah. This is a fantastic I rivalry building. And I like the smack talk. Me because too. I think it's. I don't think it's gone over the top, but I think it's enhanced... The rivalry. I, I want think a rivalry one day. Yeah. It's the best rivalry we've got going in sports right now. I know. This is what I want with Bears-Packers. I don't want a one-sided rivalry. I want to participate in the rivalry. I don't want to be owned. <laughs> I, want, I want a rivalry. Michael on the south side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Michael? 
Oh, you know what, guys? This is what I think. This is what I think. Uh, I know there's a lot of star power between, you know, in, in Kansas City, right? Pretty star power, right? Yeah. She, she, uh, uh, Mahomes the best player in the NFL. But yes. you got Kelsey versus Kelsey going over here, right? Yeah. And you got – and you know they want, they want Mahomes in there. I just think Cincinnati got holes. They did. Cincinnati I mean, really, got holes. Like, See. I mean, it's, it was all – it's all about getting make sure Mahomes was in that Super Bowl. I, I see. I don't know if like I, I I can't imagine like that anything was like a preconceived um, thing for Kansas City, but the officiating was just bad, and that's the way it worked out. I think you can make the argument that the NFL benefits more if the Bengals are in it again because now. The idea of Burrow Mahomes as a true rivalry grows that much more if Burrow's in another Super Bowl. Whereas we all know Mahomes is great. We don't need him being in the Super Bowl to know he's great. I think they got their best matchup though. But I don't think yeah. I don't think it's rigged. Like I don't I, either. I, I, don't either. So. I just think they're incompetent. Yes. I, you, I think you, there's too about, yeah. high a level of incompetence in an area of the game that can be improved. You just have to take the initiative. There are plenty of ways to fix some of this stuff. Just don't be rigid and just behind the times. Right. Let the technology lead you in the directions or stop taking the gambling money. Stop taking all the other stuff. Sean Payton would be great. I hope Yurko can get him on because Sean Payton was... Didn't Sean Payton lose? You mentioned the pass interference thing. Yeah. And didn't they lose another playoff game? Not only because of pass interference, because something else happened to them. But, and like, he's been on the competition. They lost a game, didn't they, the year before to the Vikings on an end zone catch where their tight end, uh, Rudolph. You, there was an argument whether or not he pushed off or not. Right, I believe there was something it, like that. Two times. So like, so. so, like, in a league where we spent years arguing what a catch is and what's not a catch, and then to have what the Saints have gone through with pass interference, not pass interference. Now we're stuck on what is roughing, what's not roughing. And then we see all, all these bad calls in the postseason. I don't, like, it's not rigged. It's incompetence, like you said. Yeah. This league has got to do something about officiating. I don't. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs won because the officials did something so egregious it tipped the scales in their direction. I don't believe that. I just believe the overall performance of the officials yesterday in the first game and the second game was not up to par. It's not up I to think the it benefited, level. I think it benefited the Bengals. I mean, the the, Bengals? Uh, the Chiefs. I think the Bengals got hosed. Here, here's a Derek. little bit, but I don't know Ooh. that the outcome of the game was because they made the stop anyway on the six, sixth and nine. Six and nine. Derek uh, and Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Derek? So, hey, guys. I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, and I'm sick of hearing it all day on social media at work today that the Bengals got hosed. Burrow threw two interceptions. The D-line, I think, sacked him five times. I think he's owing whatever when he can sack five times or more. They sucked. She's capitalized. That last play was clearly roughing the passer. That guy's a moron. He deserves a cry. I'm sick of it. And you guys need to respect the future champs, man. Oh, now you're talking a little smack now. Now what happens if that comes uh, down and uh, bites you in the ass? 
Well, I don't think it's gonna. I think Andy Reid, and he's destined to get one against the Eagles. I really do. Don't make us come out there to Comet all Field right, and take right. over I'll the Chiefs back. next I'll year. Call Comet <laughs> <laughs> Field. I don't know. I don't know if Cole Komet's, I don't know if Cole Komet's, uh, grammar school field would be called Cole Komet Field. <laughs> Komet Head. Oh man, it just what's it called, by the way? What's that? The, what, 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 it's not Arrowhead anymore. No, it's Arrowhead Stadium. G H A Field, right? Yeah, yeah. Arrowhead Stadium at G E H Field, or whatever. Sort of like it would be Soldier Field or whatever. It wouldn't be like they always talked about having a naming, right? Yes. What is that? I don't what know. Is what, what is it? G E H? What is it? G E H A. What is that? I don't know. Geha. It is a comic book uh, store. Wasn't that like an old restaurant back in the city back it's in the day? It's an insurance Gay company. Has, that was with a J, like. I think. An insurance company? Insurance yeah, company. Insurance company. Okay. All right. All right. Waddle's World is coming up. 312 Let's talk some smack inside Waddle's World. Yeah, we will. And, um,. We'll do so the rest of the uh, show. Jason Wildey's going to join us at 4.05. Could this finally be it? Is the Aaron Rodgers, uh, is, is, is a trade coming? There's been a lot of smoke this offseason, and uh, Wildey's very connected with Rodgers. He's going to join us at 4.05, but some fun inside Waddle's World next. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Any shoveling of snow this weekend? See, I, I've got it down to an art where it's not—it's oh. not shovel, pick the snow up, and throw the snow. It's just pushing. Can't do it. Just pushing. Can't do it. You just—I told you. It's actually, I, a good workout. I without made ex- a deal with my younger self that will be something that I will never do again. I'm sorry. Like, no, you don't have to be sorry. Like, like and I—I'm sh- not. I shouldn't apologize. That's just. I did it growing up. I like it was part of my chores growing up. I, I raked we... leaves, I mowed the lawn, I shoveled the snow. And I said when I got older and I made money, I said the first thing to go was I will not shovel snow again. I think uh by the way, I think uh Waddle's World's brought to you by uh Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash finest member FDIC. I think we scarred ourselves, all of us, by shoveling in the wrong technical fashion as kids. You think so? I do. Because there is an art to shoveling. It's not pick up a huge, heavy shovel full of snow and throw it. You're the Picasso of shoveling? It's push. It's push. You just actually—you're plowing the snow. Yes, you're not picking it up and throwing it. I think I did that too. Yeah, he's the he's the salt and pepper of uh, of shoveling. Salt and pepper here. I'm just saying, push it. You got to push it. You got to push it. You don't pick it up. You push it. The full quotient just went way high. The three of us. 
I'm just telling you. I just I didn't know. I didn't know if you did any of that stuff this past weekend. Just, just gave me a good gift. Now I could put. I'm putting a snow shovel gift for Waddle's World. Oh, fantastic. That's good. Did you enjoy the broadcast? Did Tony Romo say anything that made you football smarter? No, absolutely not. You know I don't pay he much attention. Do, he tried. Did you notice two guys? He tried to pull a Greg Olson explaining the forward progress rule yeah. on the out of bounds play. I did notice as well, although I still haven't retained the full name of the defensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals. He went out of his way to mention his name on several occasions this time. Lou Anarumo. Yeah. Like, because I don't oh, think really? he knew who his name was. The previous the week? The previous week. They're like, hey, Tony, you better figure this out. So you think he I was just the, the, one, the one curious comment I heard from Tony was earlier in the year, he says that when these two teams met, that Spags, the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, kept some of his strategic stuff in his pockets, knowing that these two teams would meet again in the postseason. Get out of here. Got it right here uh, in my back pocket. Get out of here. You're trying to win all of these games so that you can have the number one overall seed. Your game plan will change offensively, defensively, special teams over the course of time as your team changes and your opponent changes. If you're holding the good stuff back in anticipation that you're going to face that team, well, maybe you should have used the good stuff because you lost to them in the first game of the season. First time you met. I, I get- don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'll give Romo this. Nobody loves himself uh, an 80 or 90s NBA comp to uh, an yeah. NFL player like Tony Romo. He, get, he he referenced Jordan versus Drexler in this mahomes Burrow showdown. He also mentioned, called uh, Patrick Mahomes the Magic Johnson of football. Well, remember, too, back in when the Bills played the Chiefs, he called Josh Allen Jordan. Right. And, and this right. was like Jordan's moment. And right. look where against we are. The, against the against Pistons. The yeah. He referenced the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons. That's right. And he said that Josh Allen got over the hump. In a regular season game. Maybe they should put him on NBA broadcast. It couldn't do worse. That's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I the best thing I read about Tony Romo all weekend, and I wish I could give proper accreditation because I forgot who wrote it. it, if it was a tweet or an article, they said that Tony Romo, his broadcast career is mirroring his NFL career. where When he first came on the scene as an undrafted guy, you know, everyone's like, wow, look at this undrafted guy playing for the Cowboys. He's pretty good. And then the longer his career lasted, everyone's like, ooh, Tony Romo can't win the big game. It's, it's, it's very similar. I think he's more like uh, David Blaine. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's tricked everybody. Where did David Blaine go? Like, that's he, what he's, he's fooled no, that's everybody. A good magician. He, he came out with... Uh, he made enthu- himself disappear? Yeah, he came a good out magician. With, he came out with enthusiasm... And uh, Danny referenced it in our meeting. He would he, he he bamboozled everybody by predicting plays. But that was when he was one year out of football, and so he knew all of the defenses that he was going up against because he was still he had just studied them the previous yeah. year. I think great again. I think I think there are a lot of good broadcasts. I, think, I like Joe and Troy. I think they're fantastic. I think you know how I feel about. We should Craig do a broad, You want to do a broadcaster's uh, draft tomorrow? No. Yeah, if you want no. to, I'll do no. it. But I'm like, not, no. not really. I will say this: I love what Greg Greg Olson's doing. 
You can do a draft with you, Sylvie, if you want to. I'll do a draft. Let's do a NFL draft with all the the broadcasters. I like that. Joe Davis and Moose Johnson on the board. You got to get a play by play. How do we, like, do we. Play by play. You got to get a play by play guy. You got to get an analyst. What do we do when we draft our teams? I got to get a sideline reporter. They have to compete each other. We need them to play a three on three. What are we going to do? I mean, after we draft them, what are we going to do? Nothing? No, your best, your best, like, I don't even think you need to have a, well, you could have three play by play guys rank them? How about that? Instead of drafting them, we'll just rank them. Anyway, my point was, as good as, as I think Greg Olson is, at one point yesterday, I think late in the third quarter, he did say, Jalen Hurts is having a great game today. I heard I that too, think, yeah. I did no, not think Jalen Hurts had, had a great game. He did not have a good game. I thought game. their defense had a great day. I thought they did a fantastic job running the football. I think Miller made a really good point early on in our text chain that what the San Francisco 49ers were doing um, was is that they they had a controlled pass rush that kept him kind of locked in the pocket and was forcing him to play the game from the pocket and he wasn't he wasn't very good from there. Miller, you were quite engaged in the text chain yesterday. That that hasn't happened family in quite must a while. Have been out of town. <laughs> engaged on Twitter too. You were all over the place the, yesterday. Uh, was yeah. the family on ski patrol? So, uh, yeah, Michelle took Alex to ski practice yeah, in no the doubt. in the yeah. morning, and then I dropped Peyton off uh, for her theater rehearsal group, uh, which is four hours long. So yeah, I had the house all to myself. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, it was uh, all fun. All good times. The first game sucked, but uh, I still enjoyed. It's better than no game at all. Uh, there is some football news. Uh, as soon as the Dallas Cowboys announced that they had fired offense coordinator Kellen Moore, it seemed like just a few moments later, the Los Angeles Chargers announced that they've hired Kellen Moore as their offensive wow. coordinator. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I do believe that uh, Justin Herbert also had a little cleanup surgery on his left shoulder. Had a little labrum uh, situation that he had to have cleaned up. So uh, that's there. There have to be some some coaching hirings, some coach hirings coming up soon, aren't there? I mean, I would think that. Did you see uh, J.J. Watt tweeted out the picture of him and D'Amico Ryans in a, in a Texans uniform? I did not. Did not. I think there's been some reports that it that seems he's like gonna be there Ryan's is, is the uh, favorite to get that job. By the way, the Eagles are the Super Bowl betting favorites as of right now. They're a two-point favorite. One of the I think, didn't you tell me, Tyler, that initially it was the Chiefs yeah. were a two-point favorite and the numbers... The number swung like within half an hour. It was already on the other side. From the Chiefs Eagle, minus two, two to, to Eagles, Eagles minus like one and a half. And then it got up as high as two and a half I saw. And now it's, what, settled in at two, I think? Who are you rooting for? Uh, I, I, I mean, Patrick it, Mahomes and the Chiefs. Is I mean, it all about your bat? Yeah, I'd be rooting for my green for sure. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like great players. And yeah. there are a ton of great players in this game on both sides. But none better than Patrick Mahomes in the National Football mm-hmm. League. Is there anyone in the league, regardless of position, that is as good as he is? Good and likable. I heard Carm say maybe Aaron Donald if he's healthy. Okay, maybe. But no, I'm always going to value the quarterback more than I'm going to value the defensive lineman. My, one of my buddies who I went out to breakfast with yesterday texted me after breakfast watching the game. And he sent me a text because I'm not that big of a Patrick Mahomes guy, but blah, blah, blah. And I haven't really heard that from many people. 
Do you know what I mean? I like, find him to be not only a fantastic player, but a very likable player. That's what I'm saying. Like He's the face uh, of the NFL. Uh, how many people do you really do you hear that from saying, I'm not that big of a Patrick Mahomes fan? Most people tend to like Patrick Mahomes. I'm with you. There is no... <laughs> Does I, your I, buddy also hate ice cream and puppy dogs? That's what I, I mean. mean. Like... Like, he, like, I can see someone saying, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Or anyone saying, yeah. I don't like Tom Brady. Like, I, fi- I find, uh, like, I, to me, to play the Tony Romo role, um, I find he's this, like, Steph. He's the Steph Curry of the NFL, where, like, I, I pretty Best much... player and likable. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I can't argue with that. I'll co-sign that. Uh, the NFL has told teams that the salary cap for the upcoming season will be $224 million, uh, almost $225 million. Did you hear about, did, have you heard 8. the recent news from Friday? No. The Bears have lost the have lost cap room, according How? to Why? estimates. We don't know. We're going to have, uh, when Spielberger coming they on with the us? Most, tomorrow it says right at, here, $91 million. Yeah, the, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, Brad Spielberger will be with us. Okay. To explain... Do you remember the estimate originally, Waddle, was 110 to 115 million is what they had. I also was I was under the impression that they had to spend money too to hit a floor. So now all of that So that it seems went to from be a, 110 to 115 to how much did you just say? Uh, it is 92 91. It says 91. 91, 91. Yeah, for the Bears. Well, the Saints have the least as they are projected to be over the cap by more than 58 million. That's a big difference. <laughs> now the Bears still yeah, have not, the most by a significant margin, yeah. so that's still the good news. Where did it go? That we don't know. That is why Brad Spielberger is coming on tomorrow to Hocus explain Pocus, to us. The league just took it away. Those damn referees. They're spending it on referees. Ron Torber took it yeah. away. Is that his name? Torber? I, I, keep... I don't know. Uh, and we'll talk with Jason Wildy coming up, too. The Aaron Rodgers thing seems to be coming to a crossroads, as they say. Shefty's been all over this. I want him gone. I know you want him to stay. I want him gone, so I hope they trade him. I do like the chaos. Uh, well, we have, we have a ton of our own. All right, when we come back, I got some stuff for you, uh, including... A story about fireball whiskey. Hmm. Hmm. Details to come. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. All right, you want some nonsense? You here for the nonsense? Always here for the nonsense. Fully clothed bathing burglar found in a Seattle bathroom. Fully clothed bathing burglar? Man suspected of breaking into his Seattle home has refused to come clean about his intentions, even though police found him fully clothed in a bathtub filled with water. A woman returned to her home Friday night to find a window smashed and an unknown man inside the house, according to the Seattle Police Department. She remained outside the home and called police, which is a very smart thing for her to do. Well done. Mm -hmm. Upon their arrival, officers instructed anyone inside to come out. When they got no reply, they went to search the home and found a suspect in a bathroom. Van was clothed but very wet, and the bathtub was full of water. I guess it's better than, like, a guy breaking in and being completely naked in your bathtub. Why would you break into a house, run a bath, and get in fully clothed? Because you're crazy. Maybe maybe you're also under the influence of something. 
And if you're looking for dope, your drugs, your hookup, mm -hmm. I may be able to put you in touch with someone. I'm not, but go ahead. Beaver, West Virginia. Okay. Do you know there was a town in West Virginia named Beaver, West Virginia? I think there's a beaver in every uh, in every uh, state in the land. I think that's a fair statement. This one's going to be tough. Police. Like, you know the first radio station, Good Karma Brands, ever. Beaver, well, it's Beaver Dam. It's not Beaver Dam. Beaver, Wisconsin. Right. So are you expanding to having the word beaver in the in the name, but also... Right, I mean, just like it's beaver. It's beaver, West Virginia. I'm not talking about beaver creek, beaver dam. Beaver tin. Beaver tin. None of that. Beaver tail. Beaver whatever. <laughs> Did you know there's a beaver in Beaver Township, Michigan? Did not know that. So. Anyway, the story's going to get even sillier. I don't, silly's not the good word. It's going to get worse. How about that? Well, let's hear it. Police discovered There's two... A, does Beaverville, Illinois count? I think Beaverville is closer to Beaver, West Virginia than like Beaverton. Looks okay. like there's eight states that have a city called named Beaver in it. We have a Beaverville. Where is it at? In Iroquois County. Is that down by Southern? I, I'm not sure. Isn't it's, that what you guys called Southern Illinois? It was definitely not Beaverville for me. It was it was called non Beaverville for, for Mark Silverman. <laughs> as long as you stayed out of Johnson. <laughs> no, you redeemed yourself after that really dumb take about how the Cincinnati Bengals really <laughs> put it on the tee. They were motivated by the, the mayor. Kansas City Chiefs. The mayor. You're back, brother. The, the real Jeff Maher has come back into that studio. Jeffrey has left the building. Yes, yes. Jeff has entered. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I get to this story? Yeah, like okay. I said, it's Go not on. good. It's not good. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Police discovered two metal cans inside a man's rectum that contained <laughs> drugs. <laughs> two. <laughs> One would be a lot. Again, we go to Beaver, West Virginia. A man is facing charges after bringing and hiding two metal cans of drugs inside his rectum into Southern Regional Jail. Last Thursday, around 12.30 p.m., state police were contacted about drugs being brought into the jail. The correctional officer told troopers that Mercer County Sheriff's deputies dropped Don, uh, John Sparks off for charges during an exam. An x-ray machine showed that Sparks had something in his backside. Yeah, not just something. Sparks went to the bathroom and uh, removed a silver metal canister from his backside and inside contained a crystal-like substance. When Sparks was x-rayed again, it showed something else. <laughs> Sparks was returned to the bathroom and a second canister was removed containing white and brown powder. It's like the clown car. where there's more, The clowns keep coming out. One substance was meth, the other was heroin. Wow, double dip. He was charged with two counts of contraband in a correctional facility. Now, Carm thinks he has an elasticity problem, <laughs> right? After his colonoscopy, yeah. I think good old John Sparks has got a yeah. different issue. By the way, I'm caught up on uh, Mayor of Kingstown. 
Oh, I didn't see last night's episode. Oh, did you, you see last night? I'm two in. Yeah, good. Two episodes. They're in. dark. Oh, it's so good. So is Your Honor. Your Honor's dark, yeah. but really good yeah. too. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm an episode in on that. Okay, I did renew my Showtime. <laughs> you had to go. The in only one I canceled was Showtime. Well, all you got to do <laughs> is watch gonna... Your Honor till it's over, and then cancel. That's it. what I'm going to do. Yeah, probably. That's what people are doing. Uh, and finally, a uh, teen falls asleep playing hide-and-seek in Bangladesh and wakes up in Malaysia. <laughs> Just a, a public that's service. That's a good hiding, though. I mean, like, no one found him, did they? Uh, Meller, I'm going to refer to you. Uh, you're our distance expert. He won the game. I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean... Depends if he was hiding or seeking. If he was seeking, he did not win. A teenager playing hide-and-seek in Bangladesh accidentally traveled to Malaysia after falling asleep, then uh, getting locked inside a container during the game. The boy traveled over 3,000 kilometers. He was over a six-day span without food and water. Did he, like, go in, like, in a boxcar or something like that? On a train? Miller, how far is uh, 3,000 kilometers? 1,700 miles? Yeah, that, I think that's actually a pretty, yeah. Holy, 1,700 so. miles. Isn't that like from Chicago to California? Isn't Not that? quite, no. How far is that? How far is it from here to California? Like what, to, uh, to, to Miami is what, like 1,300 miles? Isn't it a longer drive to Cali? Yeah, oh, yeah, much longer. All right, that's all I got for you. All right, Let's sort out some of the nonsense yeah, up like, north. Too. Yeah, well, uh, we'll uh, and also, I want to mention uh, Chicago sports lost an icon today. Yes. We'll, we'll get to that next. And then, uh, could Green Bay lose one of the all-time greats uh, this offseason? We'll get to both of those stories coming up next.